Welcome everyone to the Medspiration Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Nav Badesha, and this is episode number two with student doctor Muhammad Zayara. Buddha said, what you think, you become, and that the quality of our thoughts will eventually become the quality of our life. Recent advances in neuroscience have now proven that when we believe we can get smarter and improve on our skills through experience and dedication, our brain physically begins to wire itself around those ideas and habits. Through this, we can begin to understand how our daily effort and routine can make us smarter and stronger. Hence, connecting the link between our mindset or mentality and achievement. That's why in today's episode, student Dr. Muhammad Zayara and I will be delving deeper into how to train your brain to change and improve mentally, physically, and spiritually. Dr. Zayara shares some of the most important life lessons that he's learned and also discusses how he has helped. And this is the sincere truth, raise millions of dollars through their nonprofit work in Africa, where they've transformed communities through drilling water wells, building schools, and places of worship for tens of thousands of individuals. This, all while being a medical student and future physician. Uh, This is gonna shape you in a way that you might not have ever thought possible. So take a moment to listen throughout the entire podcast. Uh, Listen to the stories that Muhammad tells us. Let it resonate with you in your heart and your spirit and see how it impacts you. Let me know what you think. Send me a message on our Instagram story you can tag Medspiration, that's M-E-D-spiration, in your stories while also tagging your friends. Let us know you're out there and that you're listening. And a big thank you to our sponsor today, Caribbean Medical University. Are you interested in becoming a practicing medical doctor in the United States? CMU is a fully accredited medical school that offers you an incredible opportunity to study abroad in one of the most beautiful Caribbean islands, and then transition to the United States for your hospital training. I personally know some great resident physicians here in the Chicago area who went to CMU and loved the experience. Caribbean Medical University has partnered with Medspiration to bring you a once in a lifetime discount. You can visit cmumed.org forward slash Medspiration and enter the discount code MDSPR to have your entire application fee waived. That's a $75 value. Apply today and see if medicine is in your future. And without further ado, let me introduce to you the one, the only, Muhammad Zayara. Last year, I came here and I stood right here and some of you represented these villages and asked for aid and asked for help. And I promised all of you, I will go to the world and tell them your stories to let the people know your struggles. And I had promised that the people outside across the globe will not let you down. We have fulfilled that promise and that is exactly what happened. The people did not let you down. This is the first school that we visit. Hundreds of kids are learning. They have an education. This will uh, be a foundation for their career, for their future. This entire area, they did not have a single well. And this is officially the first well in this entire area. That is the top of the well all the way over there. 
The water is pumped from the ground all the way to the tank on the top. This right here is a small medical center for them to use whenever they need. And we have doctors that work here. This over here, you got a school. The kids over here, they used to walk 15 kilometers, but now all the villages in this area, all their kids come to this school. Each classroom carries about 40 students, and this one has about six classrooms. You have the mosque, the masjid, and over there is the water well. We built multiple ones here in Mali for hundreds of thousands of villagers across Mali. absolute honor and privilege to have one of my heroes on our show today, student Dr. Muhammad Ziara. Muhammad, welcome to the Nespiration Podcast. Appreciate it, man. How you doing now? I am wonderful, thank you. It's a beautiful afternoon here in Chicago, Illinois, and uh, we're just getting started. So just a little context. I love speaking to some of the most brilliant minds in the world, whether it pertains to healthcare, professionals, world-class athletes, trainers, authors and influential individuals doing inspiring things. In honor of that, I'm absolutely pumped today to talk to you about your journey, Muhammad. So uh, you and I, we've had a couple really fascinating encounters in life uh, that have included medicine, creativity, nonprofit work. And I know you've been balancing medical school while being a prominent figure in youth advising, public speaking, uh, creating and directing film. And what I really wanted to accomplish today was giving some of our listeners out there some practical tips to pursuing their passions uh, during medical school or whatever they're doing. So uh, without further ado, I'll give the floor to you. Why don't you introduce yourself? All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, my pleasure to be here. And as you've said, uh, I've, we've known each other for some time now and uh, we've studied together for a few exams. Uh, we've motivated each other. We talked a lot about film not even just we didn't just talk about medicine and i love i love seeing you uh go to the next level and you know implement new ideas and uh, i really appreciate that and i wish you nothing but the best man you know that Thank you. um now doing medicine and and doing film or um you know trying to implement different projects and trying to help people you know we're in medicine to um for patient care, as we're always taught, right? And uh, who is a patient? A patient is a human that needs help and, and needs some sort of um, attention. And, and uh, having that passion within us as medical students or medical professionals, that also extends to humanity and humanitarian work. It's, it's under the same umbrella. So having the opportunity to go out there and help people abroad is something that I found within my passion, right? And you've also seen that when you went to South Africa. Um, you feel the same type of feelings, the same emotions come when you're sitting in front of a patient and you're talking to a patient about their pain. Uh, now their pain might be different, it might not be physical, even though a lot of times it's physical, but at the same time they need uh, that, sort of, uh, that sort of help. And this passion helps you actually force their projects into your schedule. You know, it makes you realize that this is very important and I need to help them just like I'm focusing on my medical school. And, and this kind of mentality helps you and motivates you and drives you to put in a schedule where everything is implemented and everything is taken care of, right? So I need to make sure that I'm studying for my step one, but at the same time, I have people out there who need 
who need help. And all it's going to take is just me actually dedicating some time to put my things together and actually uh, make a proper schedule to get everything done with. It's not easy, of course. It's, it's very difficult. Just going through medical school alone is very difficult. You know that. But passion forces you to implement all these things that you're you're thinking about and you're trying to implement and you've done that too I've, I've you were studying for your step two i believe when you went down to south africa and just just doing that obviously shows that you really really care because if you didn't care you won't do that you want to spend every hour you know focusing on your step two and it takes a lot from you to do that um so number one um uh, that took me uh, a while to introduce, but it's passion. You know, passion is the most important thing, in my opinion, because if there's no passion, it's, there's no why. And if you don't have the, the answer to why in medical school, you won't get through it. You just can't. You can't. You get me? It's, it's not going to happen because if there, if there isn't a reason to why you're going to sit down right now and study for nine hours, you're not going to do it. You're sitting for nine, nine hours. And it was, it's never easy sitting for nine hours, right? It's, it's not like, yay, I'm going to study for nine hours now. No, it, like a few people I feel like are like super excited. I, I mean, you're excited to learn, but at the same time, it's, it's hard work, you know? Um, but if there's a lot of passion and, and you feel like, you have a strong reason to get up in the morning, go to the gym, work out, get pumped and mentally get pumped and spiritually, you know, be in the zone and, and then going into it. I think it'll help you a lot to keep moving forward and not give up. Um, and that's something that I feel like is, is very necessary. And I'm sure you have your reasons to why you're, you're doing this right now. You're, you're, yeah. You know, I, I really had a similar process with it where, my why had to be the most important thing, especially with like, so we're talking, I remember when I met you, we were both studying for USMLE step one. And for those out there who don't know, that's the United States medical licensing exam step one. It's one of three exams we have to pass in medical school in order to practice as physicians in the United States. And, you know, for me at that point, I remember I was putting in like 13, 14, 15 hours and um, I had to keep reminding myself that that moment, like of me being in the library or me being at home and just putting in those hours, there was something bigger that I was working towards. And that was my why I always reminded myself that right now me learning this, it could mean the difference between life and death. One day I can make a decision that can alter someone else's life. So it's important that, uh, my why actually be something that inspires me to study this and to, you know, become a great doctor. So that's something that, you know, I, I tell everybody, you ha your why, it has to be there. You have to have a purpose because when things get tough and, you know, you're being tested, um, if you don't have a tangible why, it's going to be really hard to keep going, right? For sure, for sure. Um, and I mean, when you have the answer to why as well, uh, it forces you to look uh, uh, for different ways to achieve your goal. Like if, if some, sometimes you're, uh, you enter a project or something and you're trying to get it over with and you face your first roadblock, if you don't have a why, you're just going to give up. Uh, and that's part of the process. You know, the process teaches you to look, to look at different ways to get to your goal. All right, this way didn't work for me. I'm going to try something else. And then I'm going to try something else. I'm going to try something else until it works. And this trying different paths to get there takes time and takes patience. That's why patience is a big part of this. You, again, this is another quality that you must need in order for you to go through all of this. Is you have to be patient. It's not going to happen within a day or 
a month or you know a year or two years or three years it's going to take some time and uh, anything that takes time to be to come to life is worth it you know it has value it's it's not the same as you know getting ten dollars or fifteen dollars you won't there isn't that we're not it's not money it's more of uh uh, this this discipline that you were able to implement into your life that will make you so proud, the discipline to stay patient, the discipline to work hard, uh, all of that is so much more valuable than making some money because it'll help you be rich from the inside, you know? And, and when you're rich from the inside, you really don't care as much about the materialistic side of, of life. Um, because That's one thing I've discovered, I really... I really feel like, you know, one of our whys and for everybody out there, like one of a why that's worked for me is making sure that I'm helping others. So I'm not just making it about only me. Uh, I know that when I make my why about improving others' lives and improving mine, that really has helped. And, you know, for you, uh, I know when we first met, like you had, you guys were doing some nonprofit work in Mali, Africa. And, you know, you told me at the time, you're like, hey, I directed this film and we were doing this documentary and you guys eventually ended up raising like over a million dollars for for this project and i i really want to know how you're able to balance you know such a large project like that while balancing med school so like what are some of your secrets or tips all right um yeah we did actually uh i think that was one of the one of my favorite moments of my life when that happened because we did put in a lot of work it was a lot of work and a lot of dedication that we had to put into this effort, and it, it really gave back. God gave us back, you know, some of what we uh, put put into and invested into. So originally what happened was uh, I was here in Chicago. I had just left the island, and uh, I was coming here for my MD5, right? And by the end of my MD5, I had some time off to start off for to study for my step one, and uh, I met an... Uh, one of the founders of Pi's Projects of America, which is an organization here in, in Chicago. And I told him, listen, I, I have some sort of following. I want to do something together. Let's 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 film a documentary. And I'm planning to raise $100,000. So he said, all right, we can we can do that. And he's like, do you want to pick your own film film crew? I was like, yeah, I'd prefer to bring my own film crew. And the reason why I had... Um, I wanted my own film crews because, you know, when you have a team that you can rely on and uh, you know they have your back and and they will support you, my team knows that I'm in medical school, you know, so they understand that and and they understand that uh, some things I might not be there for, for certain situations and they'll have to take care of it. And number one, and the most important part of, like, one of the most important reasons to doing a project is finding a good team, you know. You have to find people who, who you can rely on and, and support you because you can't do anything alone. You will never accomplish anything alone. You need help. You need people to support you. And yeah, we, we basically flew down there and, um, and we filmed a, a documentary about the water crisis in, in Mali. And uh, it was a very emotional documentary. It's called El, uh, El Nejwa Villages. El Nejwa means uh, to help and to rescue. Uh, uh, people in, in Arabic, and it's my mother's name, so I was like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it as as the documentary's name, um, and dedicate it to my mother. Uh, and to be honest, it was something. 
Yeah, it was something very emotional even going down there because that was the first time I'd go down there. And I'm like, man, we are so blessed. We're so blessed. And it just, it, it reignites everything, man. You know, I'm sure you felt that in, in when you want that, right? You know, when I went to South Africa, it changed the way that I look at life, you know, because um, out there you're looking at children who don't have food, water, electricity, shelter, and, you know, things that you and I, I mean, for me, I could speak for myself. Like, I didn't realize how privileged I was coming from America. I didn't realize, you know, I could go to a local convenience store and get water anytime I want. When I see individuals that live in the life that they do, where they really don't have the most basic of amenities, uh, it completely changed the way that I look at the world. And it, it just humbled me in more ways than I ever thought possible. So I definitely, I probably felt exactly what you felt at that moment. No, I, I, I get it, bro. I, I believe you because usually when someone goes down there and, and focuses and gives a moment to realize what's happening around them over there, they really realize and they take it in how blessed we are. It's not just something that we're saying. It's something that you truly will feel. But I remember when until today for the past four years, even when I opened the tap water, I'm always just like I'm so paranoid now. I'm, I'm thinking about them. So I don't even like I just because I respect water so much. I just turn it just a bit and, and wash my hand because if you turn the water all the way you're wasting all this water and now it's like in my head I bro so you, you start really changing and you start um realizing that listen if if I was able to do something like this I can't just let go and I can't I'm sure you will never leave it because you 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 went in and and you've seen how the change that you were able to accomplish and you realize that it's worth it, even though it was difficult to balance medical school and help them at the same time, but it was worth it. And and that will help you uh, keep going. And I'm sure you're already thinking about the next project. Isn't that true? Yeah. Well, you know, you talk about conserving and I was, it's so interesting because I was talking about this yesterday. Like uh, after I came back from Africa, like I, I turn off the water, I turn off my lights like, cause I used to actually be really careless with that. Like I'd leave the lights on when I wasn't going to be in the room. Cause I never even thought to myself how important electricity was, you know, like I'd leave the water running when, you know, I'd be doing something else. And, uh, it wasn't until I went to Africa and I came back and now I'm like really trying to implement these small things because I realized, you know, how lucky we are to have those things. We almost take those things for granted, you know? So uh, it's, it's great that we got to experience this while we're doing medicine, because I feel like, you know, it only, for me, it only inspired me more to focus more time on my studies when I did get to sit down and study, because, you know, we're really blessed to be able to help the world from that angle as well. We could do the nonprofit activism and eventually have a medical side to it, you know, and that, uh, that's a true blessing, man. So yeah, why don't you tell us more about how you're able to sustain such a balance because you know even me i'm really taken back i remember i met you and like you know you're really young but you have such a good head on your shoulders and you know I, i'm really excited to pick your brain as to how you know your daily routine like when you wake up and like what you've implemented and how you've built so much momentum to be where you're at today and i'm sure all our listeners out there are very interested in that i mean to be honest uh uh, one of the most important things for me, and I tend to do this in the morning uh, as much as I can, is uh, try your best to spiritually be balanced. 
um, I think that's something that a lot of us can relate to because when you're spiritually all over the place, it tends to, uh, you know, affect you. And I, I truly believe that we're not just physical, you know, we're not just made out of a physical matter and we're just running around this earth like that. No, there's, there's a spiritual side to us that needs to be balanced. And one of the first things that I do as soon as I wake up is I, I pray and I feel that that gives me some sort of, um, hope it gives me faith that it's going to be okay because it's stressful i can't come and tell you it's not stressful you know that if you know it's it's hard it's it's a long journey it's going to be a long day every day i know it's going to be a long day um but you if, if you feel like you're not alone and and it helps you keep moving forward i definitely like to you know go move go to the gym work out uh and i i see the gym as a place to develop not just physically mentally as well i love the fact that you can push yourself i'm always about pushing myself in the gym and it's not it's not it really for me it's not physical i i truly mean it because i'm i'm so obsessed with self-develop self-development and 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 self-help i like to use the gym as a way to show myself that just like you can do it here at the gym, you can also implement the same concept outside in the real life and when you're studying. Um, and I even write down notes about how you can develop. So for example, I was doing a bunch of pull-ups and I would write down, all right, I did, so I would start off with five pull-ups. I would finish five and then be like, okay, I wanna stop. But as soon as I say I wanna stop, this is the time for me to push myself. So then I start pushing myself and I tend to do double after I push myself. So I write down five push-ups, and then I put an arrow. After not giving up, it becomes 10. And then you see how you start developing just because you, you convince yourself that you can, you can move forward and, and not give up. And it's amazing, bro. You actually see, see how much you develop. And that, for me, inspired me a lot. That pushed me. That helped me um, mentally be stronger, I believe, and, and implement a lot of these things that I learned at the gym outside. Um, and not just, uh, spiritually and mentally, obviously it helps, you know, get your blood flow run, blood flow running and, and, um, you feel more awake, you're not still asleep. And of course you're going to go to the hospital, hospital, you're rotating, you're meeting a lot of people. You want to, you don't want to be like, you know, uh, slow and, 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 uh, it definitely does, does help. Uh, something else that I would highly, highly recommend, of course, is, uh, planning your day. Um, not just planning your day, planning your month, planning your future. I'm a big fan of, of planning your, your future and planning where you want to be in a year, in five years, in, in 10 years. Uh, there are a lot of studies that were done on planning and how much time you can save by actually sitting down and planning. They even talk about how every hour you spend planning saves you uh, four hours uh, while you're studying. Um, and planning is something that's really, really important. And it kind of motivates you and disciplines you to follow a certain schedule. Something like discipline is something that you must have, of course, in order for you to, to get these projects done with. The thing is with, with bigger projects in relation to, uh, to discipline is that in order to accomplish something big, you need to actually fulfill the smaller steps. You have to focus on the small pebbles in order to build a mountain, right? And that takes patience and a lot of discipline because doing the small stuff is not fun. And you have to every day discipline yourself to focus on your on the small stuff so you can actually get the, the bigger picture and, and that's how a drawing is made like the, the kobe behind you didn't just you didn't just 
happened it started off with with the with the small things even kobe when he was when he was practicing he didn't start off from from you know dunking over people and, and embarrassing people not fundamental <laughs> yeah yeah you got to start from the basics and you got to take it one step at a time and i feel like that's very important in order for you to achieve your goals and and uh, to to get somewhere yeah 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 I'm such a firm believer in everything you just said. That was the best segue for, you know, our mind, body, spirit mentality where, you know, I'm a huge fan of that philosophy where, you know, we are one organism. And as a human, I like to believe I have three separate aspects of myself. I have my mind, I have my body, and I have my spirit. Uh, What I've noticed in my 28 years of life is, you know, I have to exercise my mind, I have to exercise my body, and I have to exercise my spirit. And what's so awesome is we might even do it in a very similar order. Like for me, for example, uh, Monday through Friday, I usually wake up 4, 4.30 a.m. Um, and the first thing I do after I wash up is I go outside and I meditate, you know, and I, I have to get myself in that zone uh, spiritually first before I do anything mental or physical here on earth, you know. So Oh, once I can get myself into that zone, then I go on about my day. And same thing, you mentioned going to the gym and it almost not being a physical thing. Like I realized going to the gym has helped shape my mind. It lets me know like if I'm doing 10 reps, I'm going to hold myself accountable to doing these 10 reps. One of the things you mentioned, uh, you aim for five, but then you push yourself to do 10 just to show yourself, show your mind and your spirit that. I'm greater than even the goals that I set for myself, you know, and that uh, that kind of going into planning your day. I'm a firm believer that, you know, every day uh, after I pray, I make sure that I write down my daily goals. Like I, I don't do too many goals or too little goals, but I will execute a certain amount of goals seven days a week just so I could keep my momentum going. So it almost seems like, you know, we have a very similar approach. So if I could ask you, like, how are you able to uh, stay creative. I know you're a movie director. Uh, you do public speaking, you know, so in, in respect to, you know, working on your talent, uh, how important is it to stay creative and how are you able to implement that? I think believing that I can change and believing that I can move on to the next step uh, in, with regards to something that I realize I can do. For example, if I realize that I can public speak, uh, I'm not just going to stop there. I'm going to try my best to implement uh, certain uh, habits in order for me to grow that. Uh, I'll always make sure. And that's the difference between, you know, being stuck in your head and saying, you know what, this is the only thing I'm good at versus finding something and saying, you know what, I'm going to improve this. And that's how every human being uh, succeeds. Even when you talk about athletes in the beginning, they're not really that great. They really are not. They just realize, oh, man, I, I, I love basketball. I like soccer, but I'm going to improve it. And all of a sudden, they're great. Um, for me, it's I, I love I love, you know, finding a book and, and about something and that will help me implement and grow uh, in, in a certain way. In terms of uh, filmmaking, I realized when I was younger that I, I love film and it's not something that I want to sacrifice and give away. So I try my best to do it as much as I can. Um, um, of course, with the help of, of, of my friends, uh, you know, having different friends in different fields also keeps you motivated. It, it gets you, uh, you know, when, when you're hanging out, hanging out with them, they're, they're talking about it and it keeps you, keeps you creative. It keeps you in the loop, keeps you updated on everything that's happening. 
Um, but really what it is, is just being able to believe within yourself that you can develop and that you can develop in different fields. I want to do more things because medicine tends to take you away from a lot of, uh, from most of uh, the, the social life. But if you balance your time and give some time to important things, I think you can uh, stay creative with that. You know, that, that speaks volumes to the growth mindset versus the fixed mindset. Uh, just scientifically, so there's usually two mindsets that human beings will have. One is uh, you believe that your talents and your gifts and the way that you've been able to learn, it's fixed, it can't be changed, and that you are the way you are. And then, and that's the fixed mindset. The growth mindset is more along the lines of what you're talking about where you know you believe in the process and you believe that through every experience you're able to grow and mold a little bit more and basically add. Right. And they've scientifically proven individuals who focus on the growth mindset, they're they're actually able to accomplish more in a smaller amount of time compared to someone who has a fixed mindset. Right. So I think it's really interesting that that's that's a philosophy that you decided to practice because clearly it does it does pay off. It's something that I'm very passionate about as well. For sure. I mean, a lot of times you're talking to someone and they say, so they wanted to be a doctor. Okay. I mean, someone who, you know, a lot of people wanted to become doctors, but then they tell you that, oh, I wanted to become a doctor. Then I realized I couldn't do it. Um, I'm, I'm someone who totally disagrees with this mentality because there's always a way to get there and there's always more room for improvement. And really you have to implement that in, in your life. And if you convince yourself that this is who you are and this is, uh, this is how strong your memory is. This is how, how your skills at math are. These things are set. There won't be any improvement. And I think even for us entering medical school in the beginning, there was some sort of lack of, of faith or, or your emp empowerment was different. Uh, you, you felt like maybe you can't do it at, at first. But then as you move forward and as you develop and as you keep getting stronger and you're like, no, I can do it. But now I just need to put in the time. Uh, that becomes a mentality. No, it's, I obviously did it before. I've took all these exams. I've passed them. Okay, I, this is my thing. I can do this. But at first, it wasn't like that. At no. first, at first, you were questioning a lot of things. But now it's different. And it's not just like with medicine. It's that's how it is with everything else. If me and you are talking about setting a schedule and being motivated and flying to Africa and helping people, and someone else might be sitting down and be like, "Man, these guys. I don't know. I can't do any of that." Bro, it doesn't start like that. That's the thing. It took years of like trying to, again, it's going to take you time, but you will get there. You just got to put in the effort. You got to believe, number one, of course, you got to believe that there is room to change and that your brain changes with you, right? We always talk about neuroplasticity and your brain can actually change, you know, change and become different and make things, other things easier for you with more synapses and more connections through uh, neurons. So you can actually become better at something, but you got to train your brain, keep training it, keep training it until it changes and makes something so uh, easy for you to do. And that's very practical. It's not, this is not just like talk. You can actually do this by practice. You know, they, they did studies on people who changed a behavior or created goals and they put their brains through MRIs and they proved that the brain physically changes when people make different choices we have the power all of us inside of us to to create a change and our brain will actually rewire itself around the changes you're trying to create this actually means that we're limitless that we're able to 
set a goal. And if we're willing to work towards it, our brain will physically wire itself around that. And that's, that's such a big blessing to have. And especially to, you know, younger youth and, and kids in high school. I've, I've been to my older high school and I was talking to them. I was telling them, hey, guys, when I was in your shoes, I swear, I, I had no idea. If only I knew what I knew, I wouldn't waste time. I would just be focusing on myself and stop doubting myself and truly believe that. Like when you understand the concept of change and self-development and how how possible it is and how easy it is for you uh, to actually get somewhere you wanna you wanna get, it'll make things easier for you. You'll be less stressed out. You won't be like comparing yourself to others. Oh, that guy that guy is so smart. I'm I'm is different. He can be a doctor, but I guess that stuff will go away and will disappear when you when you realize that it's about hard work and it's about uh, developing yourself and it's about learning new ways and reading more books in order for you to find different ways to get there and educating yourself and gaining more knowledge having good friends and it's a lot of different factors that you need to make sure are down and you have you have them under control in order for you to get there and if you do them right you will get there definitely one of the things you mentioned is uh comparison and i always tell people that i mentor this it's to you know, we all have a, a competitive spirit and uh, I personally, I believe it's so important to only compete with yourself and not others. So for me, for example, I love to compete with who I was yesterday and I try to make marginal adjustments to how, who I was yesterday and improve on that. Cool. And if I could do that daily and turn that into weekly and monthly and yearly, you know, not only am I not comparing with other people and competing with others, but I'm being very objective about where I was, being very honest with that, and then like incrementally improving. And that's something where where you could be doing multiple things at once. It actually begins with the mainframe and doing small things like that daily to be able to, you know, kind of reap the fruits and the benefits of the big picture, right? And it, I do have a question for you. So as, as someone who has helped millions of people uh, personally through your work, uh, what are some personal challenges you face every day and how are you able to conquer those to keep going, you know, and to stay motivated? Can you share a few of those with us? One thing is seeing the results. One of the feelings that I'll never forget is when, when I was, you know, visiting the villages that we built and you just driving around and seeing something, you're like, man, we actually did this. We, we were just sitting in IHOP, you know, discussing this and now we're here looking at this actual change that we've we've done in the world and that feeling will keep you you know you just can't forget something like that when you do something that you never imagined that could happen um and it's like it's like man i'm sure you experienced this too when you went down it's when when you only had something in your brain and it was just an idea and it was just you sitting down alone and you're just reflecting on it and thinking about it and how you're gonna start and then all of a sudden you, you see after a few years you see something big it's that feeling is is, is beautiful it's like yeah you realize that this is this is life this is what i should be doing this is something that i should be focusing on more because that's real happiness i feel happy i'm content and that feeling that passion that that it's gonna keep you motivated and it's gonna want you and, and force you to not give up because if you give up you'll know how much you're missing out on and I feel like even with medicine, that could be uh, done as well. If you're experienced in the healthcare system here, you can try to implement and help them over there. And, and that I'm sure is gonna 
create the same exact feeling at, at a larger scale as well. So it's something that I, I want to implement. And I'm sure if I just continue and I not give up and I'm not lazy about studying or if I commit to my schedule, we just know, we know the code. As long as you follow the code, you'll get there, you know. Um, and that's something that keeps me motivated and keeps me keeps me going. You know, back home for me personally as well. Uh, I don't I don't come from a super rich family. I, I know my my people back home, and uh, I've always wanted to be someone who can support them as much as I can. Uh, I know how difficult it is back home. I'm one of the few first people to study medicine, uh, especially in even my immediate family. So. I want to be able to go back and help them as much as I can. And you, I'm sure you can relate to that because you, you want to show them that there's hope for all of us, that we can make it. You, it's not written upon you to stay there and, and live that kind of life. No, I want to show you that with working hard and, and that's it, leaving this fixed mentality, you can become something, you can become um, who you want to be. And, you know, it's family is important and you want to show them that there's strength in the family. You want to show them that you can you can accomplish. It's, it's not a fixed formula. You know, this reminds me of a quote by Buddha. He said, what you think you become for me. You know, I, I did realize that in my early 20s that, you know, the way that I thought about myself, the way that I thought about the world, it was going to affect what would eventually happen. You know, and there's a lot of practical examples of that is like, you know, if you. If you believe you want to live a healthier lifestyle, if you could actually put in your mind, hey, I want to make a conscious effort to be healthier, you're actually going to make the right decision when it comes to eating. You know, you're more likely to at least, right? So, and it's just interesting because if you could focus on the quality of content, you're, you're feeding your own mind. Um, and that's something that over the years, it's become one of the most important things to me is to constantly think abundantly, you know? So no matter what I think about, I have a few principles just, you know, for every problem, there's a solution. For every disease, there's a cure, right? Like these sort of abundant concepts, when I think of them like that, I'm able to implement uh, certain principles that I don't even know are inside of me, but it allows me to really, uh, you know, make possible what others would think is impossible. And it really does start with you know, making sure your self-talk is right. And that's something you know, in the mornings, uh, I don't know if you practice self affirmations, but usually I have to give myself self affirmations where, you know, I, I like to celebrate small victories. So for example, when I'm checking off my list throughout the day and I'm completing my goals, I'm making sure I'm giving myself positive reaffirmations like good job. You're doing great. Let's keep going. You know, just a little dopamine surge, which allows my mentality to stay in the same place. So I could continue to execute at that level. Is that is that something that you do as well? No, for sure. Uh, I do that, and uh, I try to implement that with, like, uh, certain actions as well. So um, I prove to myself after I get something done that, you know, you did it once, you can you can do it again and again and again and again, you know. And that's something that a lot of medical students feel after step one, after USMLE step one, with step two. When you're studying for your step two after passing step one, you're like, you know, I've done this before. I'm going to do it again. So that like saves you 50% of the, the way because step one, the most difficult part of it is actually, you know, mentally believing and, and trying to get it over with and not giving up. It's, it's really a mental game. But step two is more of like, all right, I did this before. Let me learn. Uh, let me implement what I learned through my experiences in step one. And actually, and, and that saves you a lot of time. It's, it's amazing. And it's a nice journey too. 
if you want to if you want to show yourself that you can do something you know a lot of us wait for other people to tell us that we can do something or like for example you're smart or uh you're good at basketball you're good at something if you show yourself that you can do something uh you will truly believe it and when you truly believe that you're good at something you're going to continue to do it and regardless of how many people come and tell you you can't do it it won't put you down because deep down inside man i just know i can do it like I've seen myself do it. Why? Why let other people's opinions affect what I truly know and what I've truly seen? So when you do something once, you do it again and again and again, and then it becomes uh, an everyday thing uh, for you, and uh, that helps your self-esteem. That empowers you. That keeps you going, and that's really important for for uh, uh, for the youth out there to try their best to actually go out there and experience things and see what you can do and what you can't do, and you will love it. You'll enjoy finding different things about yourself and and it'll empower you if you're feeling some uh, uh depressed or you're feeling uh you know like like uh, you don't have hope you know seeking professional help is really important of course do that but at the same time there's a lot of things that you can do other than medicine for of course spiritually working on yourself and and seeing things that that experiencing things that you haven't experienced before in this world regardless of old, how old you are you haven't experienced everything uh, in this life and you'd be surprised what you're good at if you try different things and you'll enjoy you'll be like wow i'm actually liking this i'm enjoying this let me let me do this more and and then you find something else you can never be bored you shouldn't be bored in, in yeah. this life you can always find something to do you can always find something interesting man if you just go on youtube and google different hobbies um you'll find hundreds and thousands of them that you can start doing and try and, and try to do and when you see yourself improving at one thing it'll help you reach the bigger goal all across the board. Yeah. You, you do it in one aspect of life and you'll, and this goes back to the growth mindset where, you know, if you could see yourself change and you know, you see, you reap the benefits of that. It's a matter of time before you realize you can improve any aspect of your life. If you're willing to put your mind to it and you know, you use the example of step two CK uh, versus step one. I, Totally. See, you know, a lot of people say they hated the boards. Oh my God, USMLE is worst part of my life. Like for me, I was, um, you know, I had medspiration, so I was always trying to be inspired through the process. And I'm not gonna lie, the the step two process, uh, the physical labor was the same. You know, the the physical work was the same. But like you said, because I had done it before, uh, I felt like I had more intelligence going in. So emotionally, I was more intelligent with how I handled the process and that's what it becomes over time um not just related to medicine but any any aspect of life uh you start developing momentum after a while you know if you if you realize you can't improve in one aspect of your life and you do that then it helps open the doors to build momentum in other aspects of your life and i guess one of the things that i really want to get out there today for those who are listening is that it's possible it's inside of you Every human has this possibility inside of them. And it's been scientifically proven, you know, so it's uh, it's important to get a message out there like that. So individuals can see how much more there is inside of them, you know, because sometimes we don't give ourselves enough credit for it. If there's one advice I would give them, just focus on the small stuff. You know, you got to be patient. Anything that you're trying to do, it really, if you just focus on the next hour and the small things in the next hour, it'll actually make you be disciplined enough to appreciate the small things and in order for you to get to the bigger things you have to start you know focusing on on the smaller things and 
you'll be able to focus more on the bigger goal. Don't don't think it's just going to come like that. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some effort. And, and that, that requires a lot of dedication. You know, Kobe Bryant actually said something exactly that you just said. Um, he, he talked about climbing Mount Everest. Mount Everest is the tallest mountain in the world, right? And uh, so, Mohammed, let's say me and you, you know, we're together and we're about to climb Mount Everest, you know? So we look all the way to the top yeah. of the mountain and we're like, bro, that's the tallest mountain in the world. How the hell are we going to get to the top, right? And Kobe, one thing he said was make sure that you break everything down into small steps and take it one step at a time. So he said, stop focusing on the top of the mountain because you're all the way at the bottom. Put your eyes to the ground and focus on one step at a time. If you can focus on one step at a time, before you know it, you'll be a quarter of the way there. Before you know it, you'll be halfway there. And before you know it, you'll be actually at the top of the mountain. But it starts with breaking down the the big picture. So if we're talking about passing step one or we're talking about becoming a doctor or anybody who wants to be great at anything or climbing Mount Everest, it really has to be, like you said, focus on that one hour. Don't focus on all 24 hours. If you could focus on that hour, break it down into minutes and seconds and just make sure you're giving your best effort into that. Then step by step, before you know it, you will have conquered that mountain, right? So especially um, if you look at the bigger picture, just taking it uh, one step at a time a little be easier for your brain. If you grab first aid and you're like, all right, I'm going to memorize all of this. You know, you're going to be like, you're going to be intimidated. But okay. if you just say, you know what, today I just want to memorize this section of first aid, it's much easier. Uh, for you to, to tackle that, that task. Yeah. That's what Alex would say. Dr. Alex, man, you know, when you first came over, you know, you got to, you met me and Alex and Alex yeah. is obviously like, he's our Medspirations Director of Education. Brilliant. He's a, a, a an internal medicine resident at Arizona University right now. And, you know, he would always say, just master one concept every day. Yeah. Uh, he would just take one thing and break it down to the smallest details master that move on and he did that for years and i mean he scored in the top 10th percentile of all of his boards because of it so you know it's uh, a lot of great minds they use this philosophy of like looking at a big goal a big aspiration breaking it down into small pieces and then just taking it one step at a time uh, it's really refreshing to actually speak with you and to and see that you do this too because you know sometimes uh, I'm always doing this and I can get kind of lost in myself and it's so inspiring to see that, you know, some other greats out there, they're, they're doing the same thing and it, it's going to help me keep going, you know? No, for sure, man. And and I'm sure if you implement that, you know, they tell you if you want to be successful, just read about successful people and, and see what they've yeah. done. Us looking, reading, at, reading what they've done uh, and just following their footsteps, you'll get there, you know, you'll, you'll get there because it's just the same formula. Um, as long as you don't give up, as long as you do what's required. And I think uh, it's very possible uh, to, to get there, man. Yeah. yeah, I'm a firm believer, you know, that all great individuals, they do, they have a common thread that connects them, right? Like you could look at a basketball player and like a film director and think there's nothing connected between them. But majority of the time, their philosophy is very similar, you know, sure. and it's, uh, and it goes down to being a student, like you're saying, the ones who study the greats, uh, they end up implementing what's useful and becoming great themselves. So that's uh, that's huge. You know, for me too, like I have so many heroes and um, the most important thing I can do is if I have heroes is to study what they did and how they did it and to think how can I apply this into my own life to, you know, live my best life, right? And that's 
That's something. Well, I, I can ask you. So, who are some of your greatest heroes? First of all, I see my father as as a hero. I see how much he he hustled, and they're they're the real hustlers. Seriously, yeah. uh, if you see what they've done to to get there, I remember one day where I lived in back home for some time, and we had just left Canada and we went down to to Palestine to to live there for a few years. I remember my dad looking for a school for me, and I wanted to leave the the first school, and he was looking for me for another school. And then he came home really sick and really tired because he was walking the entire way from one school to another uh, to another school. And he got really sick on his way back. And that just showed me ever since I was a kid how much my dad cared about my education. Really, a lot of times I remember that image of my dad just laying down on his bed sick and, and my mom being beside him. And that motivates me and that pushes me. And I see how much he worked, right? Also, of course, who I'm named after. I'm, I'm, uh, I, I love my religion. I, I, I know there's so much benefit that comes out of it. Prophet Muhammad is, is someone that I, I love his manners. I'm, I'm, I try my best to follow as much as I can from his manners because they are just, you know, he's, he was labeled many times the most influential men. And, and it's just you see why. You see why um, if you follow the way he, he talked to people, how he was passionate to people, how he was nice and kind to people, it really motivates you to to at least implement uh, these things. And of course, it's hard because he's a prophet and, you know, and all the other prophets out there, but they're there for a reason to show us the true example and to show us um, uh, how, how we should care about others and be passionate with others and, and truly, truly just help people and never, ever be a hardship on anybody. And you're, you're here to help people. You're here to motivate people. You're here to, to uh, show people that it's going to be fine, that you'll be fine. You'll get there. I, Bro, we all go through it. We all go through it. But the point of life is to actually just keep going, keep moving forward. And you're going to keep moving forward, whether with stress or without stress. But finding your way from stress to a, a, a life with stress to a life without stress is, is hard as well. And this is where they came into play and they came and they told you, listen, you need to. All these things that we talk about, a lot of them were taught to us by them. I believe that. And us implementing that and preaching that, regardless of what religion you follow, we need to implement these values because it helps you spiritually. And we see, we see the, the youth and a lot of adults too, how uh, a lot of us need, need help. And, and uh, we hope or we pray that when we grow up and we get our things together, I pray that I can at least preach as much as I can and, and tell people about these values that me and you right now are trying to share and I know for a fact that they can help a lot of people. What about you? Who's your hero, man? Tell me. Yeah, just to name a few. Oprah Winfrey, one of my greatest heroes ever. Um, you know, she always said that her intention was to raise the consciousness of the human species. And when she made her intention bigger than herself, uh, she realized that others were willing to join her in that journey because they wanted to work for something bigger than themselves. So, you know, she's a huge success story and she really based it around helping others. So I really learned to implement that that type of philosophy uh, into Medspiration. I believe that that's one of the reasons we've been successful in doing that is because of what I've learned from Oprah. Uh, Kobe Bryant, huge fan of the Mamba mentality. Okay. Uh, for those who don't know, that's, uh, that's a mentality. It's very simple. It's just waking up every day and trying to be the best version of yourself, believing that you can improve every day. That's It's a constant quest to improve. Uh, lastly, you know, you can see Muhammad Ali right here. Um, Muhammad Ali, of course, was one of the greatest boxers of all time. But uh, this this painting right here, uh, an artist gave me this this artwork, and we were talking about, 
one of the principles very similar to what you're saying is, um, you know, Muhammad Ali, when he was like 22 years old, he won the world heavyweight title against Sonny Liston. And, you know, the mic was put in his face and, you know, he was feeling himself because he was like, man, I am the greatest. You know, no one can touch me. I'm 22 years old and I'm just killing it. You know, so uh, that was when he was young and fiery. And, you know, me and you were young and we're, we're fiery, you know, and it's so important because. You know, one of the biggest lessons I took from Muhammad Ali, he did after he was 60 years old, he got diagnosed with Parkinson's. And at this time, he had become a practicing Muslim. And, you know, one of the things that he said was, uh, God gave me this disease to remind me that I am not the greatest, that God is the greatest. You know, as future physicians, I feel like it's important for us to practice philosophies like that and to preach philosophies like that because uh, it's seeking something higher inside yourself, right? And that's something that, for me, it's become one of the most important things in my life. So, um, yeah, definitely. Those are three, three that I can name. So who do you think is better, Kobe or LeBron James? Oh, man. Uh, you know, they're different. I try not to compare them. I'm obviously a Kobe Bryant fan. I yeah. think I think that Kobe was a little different in his philosophy. LeBron trusts his teammates a lot, uh, but he doesn't test them enough. Like one thing I learned about Kobe is, you know, he would never trust his teammates more than they showed him that he could trust them. So during practice, he'd be constantly testing them to see if they were ready for situations. And like, if you watch the NBA finals last year and you see LeBron, he kind of carried his team, but then, so he's so smart. He studies film so much that he's going to make the right pass a hundred percent of the time. He's going to know who's going to be open and he's going to give them that opportunity. But sometimes he gives players opportunities who haven't earned that trust, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, you know, he'll make all the right moves, but they'll miss that shot because they haven't earned that respect yet. You know, and that's something that, you know, he's now a Laker and that's something obviously he can improve on. So right now, obviously five championships over three, but you know, we'll, we'll see where it goes. What about you? No, I'm, I'm, I'm a big, uh, James fan for sure. Uh, you know, I love, I love Kobe Bryant, I but LeBron James right now, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited to see where the Lakers go on. Oh yeah other youngsters are going to do you know i wanted to ask you one one more question at least um so if you could leave behind three things for all humans the greatest lessons that you've learned to this day uh what are they so one realizing that we need god if i want to just truly speak my mind and really say what i truly believe then finding your path uh, to connecting with with God is, is something so essential um, because I'm someone who doesn't believe that we that earth all of a sudden just came to existence alone if you just walk around outside and see perfection the perfection and the way that everything was designed it's really hard for me to believe that everything just happened like that if everything just happened like that and and it wouldn't be this perfect and beautiful um, beauty takes someone to drive to draw it beauty takes uh, uh, a designer uh, someone to put things together uh, for us uh, I don't want to turn this into a uh, that type of conversation but I'm just saying no, no. what I truly believe in and when when you start thinking like that you want to get closer to God and you want to get to know him and you're asking God bring me closer to you and that regardless of all whatever projects that you're doing whether they fail or not uh, whether your your relationship fails or not whether uh, you have money or not, regardless of what you're going through, knowing that you have the main, the main, the most powerful, that you're connected with him, um, that 
gives you comfort. You know, that gives you a spiritual balance. And I feel like I, I truly believe that you can go through life uh, thinking that it's it's all, uh, it's, it's your power. I did this. Uh, I, I hustled. I did this. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's not. It's not like that. Um, you were blessed and you need to appreciate that and you need to think about that and reflect on that and be thankful for that. And being thankful is something so important, you know, um, and that's what traveling teaches you to to be thankful and not just for what what you have, but also for the uh, just showing God that that you're you're thankful for sure. Something else that I, I would definitely uh, preach is is you know focusing on yourself and, and believing that you can you can always achieve what you want and and following your passion, following what you what you enjoy to do and and that's something that will keep you motivated and, and keep you going finding good friends who will support you and help you uh having a good circle with you is something that's extremely important because they'll they'll push you like we were talking about dr alex and uh, when he was telling me about that one thing to master uh, i actually took that and i implement that implemented that in my studying almost every single day uh, and i actually took it from a friend and implemented that and it helped me and if you do that, if you listen to people and you actually, um, if you're uh, giving yourself a chance to learn and stop thinking that you know it all, you will actually develop and, and become better. Uh, not when you're listening to someone giving you advice, you think that, you know, yeah, no, 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 I already have my way, I got it. We do that mentally, subconsciously too, without us even realizing we do that. We think that we have everything under control and that we don't need to learn something, uh, something new. but no, realizing that you're a student, that that you're you're still on your way, and and you will always be a student regardless of where you reach in life. Uh, learning and, and improving yourself is something that you can't go uh, without. Something else is giving back. You can't live uh, your life uh, for yourself and and being selfish and and thinking that uh, you know what I'm just gonna make money for myself, live and, and move on to the next life. That's not how it should be because. When you speak to a lot of older people, like they might tell you that's, that's something that they regret. They, they, they didn't have time to give back to people. They were so focused on, on the career, the money. And I feel like that's something that this society makes us fall into of like the, the hustle life, making more money, just making it, making it, getting the nice car. And, but giving back is so important for your spiritual side uh, as well. If you want to feel, if you want to feel, you know, um, some sort of happiness, you need to give back. Uh, you need to show people that you care. You need to make time for whatever is important and respect other people's feelings and, and show them some sort of care for sure. Um, and uh, I, I, I live by these things and I try to implement them as much as I can. And uh, I'm sure that a lot of people will be able to relate to it, especially if it's missing uh, in their lives right now. You know, yeah, you, you said thank you. Thank you, because I, I couldn't agree more. And one of the things that really stood out was always be a student. Uh, one of the things that I learned through medical school, especially my fourth year of medical school after CK, was some of the greatest doctors that I had an honor of training under, they always preached, know what you know, know what you don't know. And you know, always remain open to learning. And you know, when you see attending physicians who... Like they're specialists in their field. They've logged probably 30, 40,000 hours at this point in their specialty. And even them, they're, they're students. They're trying to learn something new every day. So 
for young people like you and I, like we have not logged 30, 40,000 hours. So who are we to ever say that we can't be students to something, right? So that was so inspiring to see great physicians actually remain students, you know, because sometimes you get so caught up in seeing that things are going right that you might think that you know it all, right? And I think one of the greatest things about having any sort of knowledge is you start realizing how much we don't know and how much we actually can learn from one another also. And you mentioned Dr. Alex there, and that's something that, you know, um, if he taught me one thing, it was just to pay it forward. You know, when, when someone really genuinely helps you, like he helped both of us, uh, it's just about, you know, one day we have med students now that we help and mentor, right? So it's it's always about giving, like you said, giving back, right? So, Muhammad, I'm just so thankful that we got to have this conversation and we got to share this vibe with the world. Thank you. I, I do have one last question for you, and I'm going to be asking everybody um, who is a part of this podcast this question. So what is your definition of medspiration? Connecting your physical uh, aspect of your your life to the spiritual side of it and realizing how uh, staying spiritually healthy can also affect you uh, uh, physically because you always share posts about uh, you know mental health and how you can uh, when when you connect spiritually your your brain changes and and becomes uh, which helps your body and uh, that's something that I personally find fascinating. That's why I, I usually read your posts, and that's something that I'm always looking out for uh, whenever you post post something like that. And uh, uh, I see you helping. You know, it's it's a group of, of medical professionals trying to help the world out there, uh, whether uh, in Africa or any anyone who's uh, you know who appreciates medicine. Uh, so uh, I, I really I've seen it start from the beginning, man. I wish you guys nothing but the best. I, I love your content, and I hope you guys uh, you know keep moving forward because I'm I'm sure you'll be helping a lot of people as you are right now. Thank you, thank you. Of course, so, of course. Best of luck on it. I really, really wish you nothing but the best, now. You know that. Oh, absolutely, brother. Thank you, man. I, I really appreciate having you on here today. So for everybody out there who would like to follow you and uh, kind of follow your journey because I feel like it, it would be very beneficial for all our followers out there. How how can they get in touch with you? Are you on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube? What, what What's a great way to reach you? Yeah, I'm on Facebook. Uh, uh, I'm on YouTube and uh, Instagram. I do post more often on Instagram, Mohammed Ziara. You can find my spelling anywhere. You can see the work that we do and piesprojects.org. You can see the, the projects. You can even support them. 100, 100% of donations, we, we strictly follow that, go to the projects. And you can see the documentaries that we've uh, worked on. The last documentary that we worked on is about orphans. It's called An Orphan Story. It shows you the struggles of orphans in, in Mali. And yeah, I, I hope you guys like it. I hope you enjoy enjoy watching it, and I hope you find some sort of inspiration through it. Thank you, Mohammed. Well, we look forward to having you back on here, man. Hopefully, in a few years, we'll both be resident doctors, and uh, we'll get to share our story with all our followers and kind of where we've gone. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I thought it was powerful. If you guys loved it. Please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Medspiration is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, a public charity. The more you help our podcast grow, the more people we're able to help. It is our mission to serve in underserved and underprivileged areas all over the world. So be sure to click subscribe and rate us five stars. The bigger we get, the more people we're able to help, guys. So thank you so much for all the support out there. 
And again, a big thank you to our sponsor, Caribbean Medical University. Caribbean Medical University has partnered with Medspiration to bring you a once-in-a-lifetime discount. You can visit cmumed.org forward slash medspiration and enter the discount code MDSPR to have your entire application fee waived. That's a $75 value. Apply today and see if medicine is in your future. Let's make a commitment together, guys, and attempt to live a healthier lifestyle mentally, physically, and spiritually. And as always, you know what time it is. It's time to get out there and do something med-spiring.